Phase 1, Lesson 3, Satan. We've got three outlines. Outline number one, Satan, the killer. Outline number two, Satan, the thief. And outline number three, Satan, the destroyer. Outline number one, Satan, the killer. Please open your Bibles uh, to the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verse 1. It reads as follows, I tell you the truth, the man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in by other way, is a thief and a robber. John 10, verse 10, that thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Romans 5, verse 12, therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way, death came into all men, because all sinned. Some people don't think it is important to know about your enemy. Well, it depends what you learn about your enemy. If you know that you are greater than your enemy and you just want to know his different tactics, I would say it is good to know how he struck so that you can always be prepared. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11 In order that Satan might not outwit us, for we are not unaware of his schemes. Ephesians 6, verse 13 Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, after you have done everything to stand. These scriptures make it clear that Satan never wrestles. He is a schemer, and we need to be one step ahead of him. We need to know where he hides and how he uses people as bait. It is impossible to remain standing after a fight if you are not alert about your enemy's strategies because he might defeat you. It must be clear that we are sharing space with Satan here on earth. Adam allowed him in. Therefore, we need to know that he's here. If we are not alert and vigilant, we might find ourselves defeated. There is no need for us to wear the armor or to be given the armor. If you are not going to fight, it is impossible to wear the armor if you do not know that you must fight. If we ignore that we are to fight against Satan and his cohort, we might not wear the armor and he will defeat us since he is here sharing space with us. We were given this armor by Jesus through Paul. Therefore, we cannot ignore it because it is necessary. Jesus would not have wasted his time giving it to us if it wasn't necessary. Many people believe that we do not need to know about Satan. Ignoring that fact that he is here will land us in hell because he has strategies. We are not to be mindful of him, but we need to know how he strikes. The Gospel of John again, chapter 17, verse 15. My prayer is not that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. Jesus would not have prayed this prayer if it wasn't necessary. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8 Be self-controlled and alert. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Did you get that? Satan is roaring around, is looking for someone to devour. Just like he devoured Adam, he is still trying to devour people. Therefore, we are to be careful how we move on earth, and that is why Jesus prayed that we will be protected from him. It is because he is here on earth trying to fulfill his vision, which we will discuss soon. What does Jesus mean then, and who does he refer to when he says, The man who does not enter the sheep pen by the gate, but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber?
The sheep pen is the world. And the only way to enter the, in the world is by being born on earth. Satan was not born. He climbed in some other way. Therefore, he is a thief and he and is here to kill, steal, and destroy. We are therefore expected to be careful how we walk. How did Satan become the killer? Before we move on further, I want us to establish the reasons why Satan came here on earth in the first place. According to the scripture we read above, he wanted to take the throne of God in heaven. This means that he had a different vision than, he, than the one that God had. He wanted to rule and be a boss. He did not like the position he was holding as an angel. So he had to find a realm where he can be a boss and fulfill his vision. In all the other planets, God chose to have his children on planet Earth, and Satan had to come to Earth to rule that planet. When the scripture says that he wanted to set his throne above the stars of God, it means that he wanted to set his throne above the children of God because the stars stand for the children. We have said that Adam had the image and the likeness of the Father. The spirit seed in him was the seed of God. When Satan deceived both Adam and Eve, Adam sinned. The act of disobeying the Father was a crime and it was considered a sin. Romans 6 verse 23, for the wages of sin is dead. Satan knew that if they sin, the seed in them will die. So Satan deceived them because he intended to kill them. We need to remember that Adam was the root of all the living. In other words, all the zillion seeds you see on earth today all came from Adam. Acts chapter 17 verse 26 to 28. From one man he made every nation of men that they should inhabit the whole earth. And he determined the time set for them and the exact places where they should live. God did this so that men will seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him, though he is not far from each one of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. It is not easy to understand God's way if we don't understand his principles. When it comes to giving birth, he doesn't give birth to children one by one. What he does is that he gives birth to one seed, and out of that one seed, he puts zillion seeds that will come from the one he originally gave birth to. It is amazing that Satan knows God's way of doing things than the children. Satan knew that if he kills the one seed, the original, all the other seeds will come out dead. So, those who will be born and those who have left this realm are all the seeds that Adam had in him. But all those seeds died when Adam decided to kill himself, not when they left the earth. Also, it is good to understand Adam would not have died physically. Physical death was the result of the spiritual death. In the Garden of Eden, there was a tree of life. If Adam had gone to that tree after dying spiritually, he was going to remain on earth forever in that state with the dead seed. It is a reason why God, the Father, told the cherubim to chase them out of the garden before reaching to it. Genesis 3, verse 22 and 24. And the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and, and eat and live forever. So the Lord God banished him from the garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been taken. After he drove them out, he placed on the east side of the garden of Eden, cherubim, a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree 
of life. However, if Adam had eaten from the tree of life before sinning, he would have remained forever with the seed of God in him and lived forever in that state and would have given birth to the children of God because the seed in him would have been the seed of God. So everything relied on Adam. The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. Let us go to Genesis chapter 1 verse 26. Then God said, let us make men in our image, in our likeness, and let him rule over the fish of the sea, and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. Genesis 3 verse 4. You will not surely die, the serpent said to the woman, for God knows that when you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Genesis 3 Verse 22 to 24, and the Lord God said, The man has now become like one of us, knowing good and evil. He must not be allowed to reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. So the Lord God banished him from the garden of Eden to work the ground from which he had been taken. After he drove the man out, he placed on the east side of the garden of Eden cherubim a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way, of the, the way to the tree of life. I feel that it is important to clarify these verses because many have misunderstood them and found themselves being deceived more and more by Satan. People will often ask why God didn't tell Adam that he did not make him completely like him. The truth is that when he said he was making Adam in his image, he was not lying. Adam came from him like a mother will give birth to a child. God reproduced himself in Jesus and Adam, but he wouldn't have taught him evil knowledge. Mm -mm. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil also represented teachings and the tree of life also represented teachings as well. At that time, Adam was not given any teachings. His father had given him a command, which if Adam had listened carefully to, it would have led him to the right teachings, which was the tree of life and would live forever in that state. Obviously, God the Father knew about evil. He knows all things, but as a father who loved his children, he wouldn't have taught his children evil things. If his children were going to look for evil, they would have to do that on their own. God the Father does not program our minds. We are not robots. He gives teachings and it's up to us individuals to think as he thinks. He doesn't like robots that are programmed. He doesn't want children who will respect him because they are forced to. No. But he wanted his children to choose to obey him and to love him. Because to him, obedience is interpreted as love. If we don't obey him, he says that we don't love him. It is not talking the talk, but it is walking the walk. First John chapter 3 verse 5. This is love for God to obey his commands. Satan knew that God knew about good and evil and did not teach Adam. So he wanted to take away God's command from Adam and give him evil information. And he, Satan, will be able to control Adam because knowledge would have been lost completely and Adam will be dead. The knowledge of good and evil was going to kill them in the process. In other words, whatever they came to know destroyed them. Let me make an example. We all watch television and whatever we see on television goes to our minds and we act out what is in our minds. For Satan to introduce a brand new scene, he has to work through the movie directors first. The, 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 the directors in turn play the scene on television and then we act it out because we are used to the scene or we are introduced to that kind of scene. So Satan always uses the movie directors more. 
It is often the reason why in some movies there are age restrictions. We who have grown to an adult stage can choose which movie we can watch and destroy ourselves. But children are always under parental guidance. Everything that we learn here on earth is that knowledge of good and evil and it destroys us in the end. No matter how good it seems, it is aimed at destroying us at the end. Only the knowledge of life can save us because we were supposed to get those teachings only. Have you noticed that you don't gossip about what you know nothing about or what you have not had or seen? Have you noticed that you don't crave what you have never tested? Parents don't pa prevent their children from doing wrong things because they feel like it. Uh-uh. It is because once you taste something, you will always crave it. The reason is that it is impossible to think of something you know nothing about or have not heard. So the father did not want his children to know about good and evil because they'll try it out and die. That tree was like a test whether Adam will obey, will obey him or not. Satan was already in the world and we explained in our previous lesson that God had given Adam all the authority to deal with him. If Adam liked, he could have dealt with Satan. He could do anything to him. It is a reason why he also told him of the consequences of eating from it in advance. Disobedience kills. That's it. Hmm. This is why we are sure that Adam was not deceived like Eve, but chose to disobey. This is proof enough that God the Father will test you whether you love him or not. In phase 2, we will be speaking about the coming of the firstborn son on earth, and we will see that even he was tested by Satan to prove whether he loves God his Father or not. Satan is now used as a testing object, and he knows he was used in the beginning as a testing object. He is still tested. Adam was a child of God and Satan was used as a testing object. We will be children of God after Jesus have come on earth and Satan will still be used. Outline number two, Satan the thief. Again, the gospel of John, chapter 10 verse 1. I tell you the truth, the man who does not enter by the, the sheep pen by the gate but climbs in, some other way is a thief and a robber. John 10.10, 10, that thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. Luke 4, verse 5 and 6. The devil took him to a high place and showed him in an instant all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor, for it has been given to me, and I can give it to anyone I want to. So if you worship me, it will be all yours. We said that when the earth was created, God the Father gave it to Adam, his child. He did not give him as, as, as in like ownership, for God still owned everything. Psalms 24.1, the earth is the Lord and everything in it, the world and all who live in it. It was given to Adam as a steward. In other words, he was to look after it. He was to care for it and fulfill the purpose of his father using the material things that were in the world because these material things were created for that reason, to fulfill the purpose of the father, not to own them. Genesis 2 verse 15, the Lord God took man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. So man was to take care of the earth. If Adam hadn't died, he would have produced things to further God's vision on earth. When the Son of God had died, when, sorry, when the seed of God had died in Adam and was separated from God, he became poor, wretched, pitiful, blind, and naked. He was considered as nothing. 
What happened then is that Satan, who wanted the throne of the father, succeeded in taking the throne of the children. Four major things happened after Satan took over. Number one, Satan stole the inheritance of the children. Number two, with the gold that was created by God to make roads, like in the case of the New Jerusalem, if you read the book of um, Revelations, chapter 21 and 22, the gold was supposed to build to build the road and many other things. But Satan produced money so that Adam will buy his inheritance. That's how money came about. It was so that we will buy our inheritance. It wasn't created. It wasn't produced by God. That's why he hates it. Number three, Satan used God's raw material to produce things to feather his vision. Number four, there was nothing produced to feather God's vision on earth. Since the children were fatherless, Satan, to, Satan could do whatever he wanted to do on earth. He didn't own the earth, but he had authority over it because it was given to him. If Adam had been precautious of the consequences of sin, he would have obeyed his father. If he knew that Satan was going to take the authority and power that had been given him, he would not have succumbed to Satan's lies. Satan then took the earth and made an inhabitant of it slaves under him, which means the earth was now a prisoner where all the lost souls were locked in. Galatians 3 verse 22. Please read on your own. Adam lost the world and everything. He became the slave of the world. If he wanted anything from the earth, he had to toil and work hard to get it. Imagine working hard for what had belonged to you. It's really annoying. The world was Adam's inheritance, and when Satan took the world's authority and Adam being a slave that he was, since he was now of the earth, it was as if he came from the earth, not from God. Satan sold back that stolen inheritance to Adam and his offspring. You must remember that Adam and God were two different beings after sin. The seed of God had completely died in Adam. You couldn't trace God in Adam, and Adam was like a brand new being from the earth. The after, the after effects on earth and on men. Romans 8, verse 20 to verse 21. For the creation was subjected to frustration, not by its own choice, but by the will of the one who subjected it, in hope that the creation itself will be liberated from its bondage to decay and brought into the glorious freedom of the children of God. Genesis 3, verse 17 to 19. To Adam he said, Because you listened to your wife and ate from the tree, about which I commanded you, you must not eat. Cast is the ground because of you. Through painful toil, you will eat of it all the days of your life. It will produce stones and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from the ground you were taken. For dust you are, and to dust you will return. Genesis 3 verse 10. He answered, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid, because I was naked, so I hid. And and who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree from which I commanded you not to eat? Revelation 3 verse 17. You say, I am rich. I have acquired wealth and do not need a thing. But you do not realize that you are wretched, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. When Satan took over the authority of the earth, he made our inheritance his. And he sold everything back to us. When Adam sinned, the ground was cursed. The question we need to ask ourselves is, what did not come from the ground? 
If we read the first chapter of Genesis, we see that everything came from the ground except the spirit of man and the heavenly bodies, namely the sky, the stars, the moon, and the sun and the like. I would like to, okay, um, fine. Even though only man came from God the Father, everything else came from the ground. This will tell you that earth was now spoiled because it was now in the hands of the enemy. Remember our flesh came from the ground. When Adam's spirit was dead, his flesh was affected as well. This means his flesh died permanently. In the eyes of the father, Adam was now flesh only, no more spiritual. Before Adam sinned, he sort of like had four eyes and four ears, a pair for the spirit and a pair for the flesh. After sinning, his spirit eyes couldn't see, but only his flesh. How do we know this? Verse 10 of chapter 3 tells us that Adam realized he was naked after the act, but verse 25 of chapter 2 tells us that they were naked but not ashamed. This means before the act, they were using the spirit eyes, and after the act, they saw that they were naked because they were spiritually dead and the flesh could see. Adam was clothed with glory, and that is what he saw before sin. But after sin, glory departed from him when his spirit died and only his flesh eyes were working. This means they were now seeing from the slave point of view. Bear in mind that the leader of the world was now Satan, no longer Adam. After Adam sinned, sin entered the world. The world became dark, which is why the world is called the kingdom of darkness. The ruler was darkened and his slaves were darkened in their minds as well, not knowing the truth of what transpired. Please read 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 4 on your own. The knowledge of good and evil was of dark knowledge. The world then relied solely on the findings of the researchers. But what we need to understand is that after sin, death reigned. Meaning darkness reigned and even the Garden of Eden disappeared. This is because sin had entered the world. Holiness cannot coexist with evil. How do we mean? If Adam had not given the world to Satan, the world would have remained with glory. And those who like to research about it would have found accurate things about God. But since the world was subject to frustration, meaning it was now blemished, faulty, spotless, so the source from where they get their, their findings is not right. Their results are accurate, but they are founded in death. And their results will never connect to God because God and the world had separated and Satan had taken over. God was now the God of heavens only and Satan the God of the world. Therefore, their findings will never connect to God because already the world had become sin. This is why you will often find that researchers or scientists don't believe in the word of God or in God. They gather their findings from the wrong source which was blemished after, the, after Satan had taken over. Whatever they find is very much true. And if it happens that they find things that will connect to God, that will be wrong because all things that connected to God disappeared after the fall and only the sea, the world and us and animals and, and, and other things proves that God exists. Other than that, nothing does. Please read Romans 8 from verse 21. If we don't understand this, we might be drawn away from, get, from God because of the researchers' findings. So we need to bear with them that they are getting their information from the wrong source, but their findings are not wrong.
Their findings are in accordance with the rulership of the world after sin had entered the world. Romans 5 verse 12 Therefore, just as sin entered the world through one man, and death through sin, and in this way death to all men, because all sinned, for before the law was given, sin was in the world. We did say that after Adam had sinned, after his seed was dead, he, the world, and God were disconnected. It was as if the world was not created by God, but by Satan or Adam. Adam became miserable, pitiful, poor, blind, naked. This was the state of all men on earth. Since Satan stole our inheritance, nobody else had it. Even Satan did not own it, but he rented it. So this means a person who has a dead seed in him can never be rich. Even if a person can own hundred mansions, that person is still poor. Well, it is really not fair, but a damage has already been done. But we can spend less on the things of the world because they can never really be. <laughs> like really, you know. It is actually the reason why Satan later sends thieves to steal the things we work hard for. Matthew 6 verse 19, do not have treasures on earth where thieves steal and mud destroy. These material things belonged to God, but after Satan stole them, God did not want them anymore. So they no longer come from him when we have them, but from the world which is controlled by Satan. 1 John 2 verse 15 to 17. 1 John 5 verse 19. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4. Please read on your own. God the Father hates the things of the world because they come from the world. They are the product of the world, which, which is there to feather Satan's vision. Satan really likes power. He took our inheritance. <laughs> he took our inheritance. He, he produced gold. I mean, he produced money from the gold that was not, sub oh my word, Satan is really, really evil. He wanted men to work hard for what will never be his. He wanted men to think they own these things, but in actual fact, they can't own them. Men were then dead spirit. When they lost the title deed of it in the spirit, they lost it forever. Please read Luke 12 from verse 13 to 21. You'll find a rich fool who thought these things were his because he was fooled by a title deed. Later God approached him and told him that that very night his life was demanded. What this means is that Satan will fool people into thinking they own these things, but in actual fact, they don't because he himself, Satan, doesn't own them. He can't give what he doesn't own. First John 2 verse 15, do not love the world and everything in the world. Hmm. These things does not come from the Father, but they come from the world. And Satan uses these things to keep us interested in them so that we won't find the truth. The sad part is that when we keep buying these things, we are supporting the thief for stealing our inheritance. Suppose the thief comes to your house and takes everything. When he comes and sells to you your furniture, your car, and all your goodies that were inside your house, will you buy them? You see, can you understand why God says that if we like the things of the world, the love for him is not in us? 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4, the God of this age has blinded the mind of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. 1 John 5 verse 19, we know that we are children of God and the whole world is under the control of the evil one. Satan was now the lord of the earth. 
On the other hand, Adam had become a slave of Satan, and since he was now a flesh being and could only rely on his five senses, namely see, hear, smell, touch, and feel, God was no longer even their God because he's not the God of the dead, but he's the God of the living, which means he is the God of those who have a living soul. Satan, the God of this age. 2 Corinthians 4 verse 4 The God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. 1 Corinthians 5 verse 19 We know that we are children of God and the whole world is under the control of the evil one. We discovered in the beginning that Satan did not sin alone as an angel but he had persuaded many angels to come to aid with him. Since he was now a lord of the earth and he knew that in Adam there was zealous seed he also knew that those seeds were to be born dead. Those seeds will be born of the earth and, and he was to rule over them. We saw also that when he came to Eve, he did not come directly. He used a snake. This is his way of doing things. He never comes directly to any situation unless the need arises. He always hides. That coward. This is the way he has been ruling on earth. And it's Lord. And since the people of the world are blind, he has set the standard of living for the dead. Everything we now see on earth accommodates the dead. There is nothing really that is there to accommodate those with a living seed in them. What Satan did was that he placed his angels in different positions in order to rule the world through them. All of the gods that are saved in the world are these angels. The songs that are played in the world are led by these angels. Ephesians 6 verse 12, for our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the principal forces of evil in the heavenly realm. Satan put all his angels in positions, and people can't see in the spirit realm, in the point that Satan orchestrates things in the spirit, and people can't see. There are rulers, authorities, powers that rule this dark world. And there are those that live in the heavenly realms which influence those here on earth. The heavenly realm is the atmosphere that surrounds the earth and is close to heaven. So these spirits that are here on earth are influenced by those that stays in the heavenly realms, which Satan give which Satan give uh, orders to to give to those that are here. Hmm? Let us talk about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Genesis 2, verse 17. But you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. Second Corinthians 4 verse 4. The God of this age has planted the mind of unbelievers so that they cannot see the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ. Everything Adam began to do and everything he knew henceforth was good and evil. His mind was blind. We said that God the Father has the mind and that he thinks. This means that there is a mind according to the spirit and there is a mind according to the flesh. Romans 8 verse 6 and 7. The mind of the flesh is dead, but the mind controlled by the spirit is life and peace. The flesh mind is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. We said that a person is a spirit clothed in the flesh and has a soul. Huh? A soul is where his mind is. The knowledge of good and evil prevailed in Adam, which means he knew he never knew anything that God knows. Everything he knew after eating of the tree of knowledge of good and evil was flesh information. 
Everything we learn at school is flesh information. We gathered this knowledge after the after death and we researched it and whatever we came to know was based on what? On the five senses. Colossians 2 verse 8. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the basic principles of this world rather than on Christ. First Timothy 6 verse 20 B. Turn away from godless chatter and the opposing ideas of what is falsely called knowledge. The good news about this tree is that it is something good about it. There's something good about it. Because, because people can still make a right choice and go back and reconnect to their father. Their spirit was blind. This is the reason why we call all those with a dead seed children. They can't be matured. Age cannot help them. It is the knowledge of God that makes one really grown. It doesn't mean we shouldn't obey them. Uh-uh. Some of them are way too older than us, but we still need to respect them regardless of being dead or alive. They are, they are spirits, but their seed is dead. And they can never think like their creator, who is a spirit, as long as they are still separated from him. Outline number three. Satan, the destroyer. Again, Gospel of John 10 verse 10. The thief comes only to steal kill and destroy. First John 5 verse 19. We know that we are children of God and that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. Genesis 2 15. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to work it and take care of it. Genesis 3 verse 24. After he drove the man out, he placed on the east side of the garden of Eden cherubim a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way of the tree of life. What was Adam and Eve losing here? The work they have been given by their father after, and after this, they never worked again until Abraham gave God, Abraham gave God access to do his work in the world, ruled by another God. Remember, Satan was now a God of this age. We have explained in our previous outlines what Satan had done. We said that Satan knew that Adam was the root of the earth and that he was the image and likeness of his father. So he knew also that if Adam gave birth in that state, Adam would have brought forth the child of God, a children who had the seed of God. So Satan rushed him before all that could happen. We explained that what we mean also when we say man is dead. It is the actual seed of God in man. The image and likeness of God in men. Note that the, the, the spirit has left the person. Uh -uh. For we all breathe, and that very breath is the spirit. Isaiah 57 verse 16. For then the spirit of men will grow faint before me, the bread of men I have created. Have you ever thought about the fact that God is breathing? His heart is breathing as we speak. Anyway, when the spirit comes out of the man, that is physical death, which is actually called departing or passing away to another world or realm. As we explained that there are three realms. There is heaven, where all, the, where all with the living seed are. And there is earth, all the spirit, right? And then there is hell, where all who remained with this dead seed go. What did Satan really destroy? Destroying came last and it could not have been possible if the two events did not take place. It was placed in order in John 10, 10. In order for Satan to steal our inheritance, its kingdoms and splendor, he had to kill men first. 
He had to kill the seed of God, the image and likeness of God in man. He had to separate or disconnect man from his father. When that was done, he knew man cannot fight back because he was already dead and an enemy of God. Man couldn't fight. I mean, God couldn't fight for them because they were his enemies. Then after man was killed, he had to steal everything that had belonged to man. It is impossible to steal someone's position while he is still living because he will fight back, he will attack. In fact, if you look at it, it makes too much sense. Everything was made for man. That is, for the person who had a spirit of God in him. This means the world was made in such a way as to accommodate the living. If you read Genesis 2 verse 16, we see the garden made beautiful for the child with the living spirit. But in Genesis 3 24, we see Adam chased away from the garden, which can only mean one thing. Adam was no longer fit to stay in the garden and it was not good enough for him. Why? Adam was dead. He was dead. Adam was to control everything, but after Adam had died, things controlled him. Animals he had named frightened him. Lions he had named roared back at him. He named dogs and dogs barked at him. This because Adam was nothing, and he did not even know who or what he was. According to Genesis chapter 3 verse 10, Adam felt dead after he sinned. He knew something had happened, for Adam was full of glory before that event, but after the event, misery had filled his heart. We said earlier that Adam was now fatherless. He was really nothing and had nothing. These things were created for him, but now things had belonged to Satan. And for Adam to have these things, he had to work hard for them and toil for the rest of his life. He had to work hard for his inheritance and save a person who took it away from him. Genesis 3 verse 17b Cast is the ground because of you. Through painful toil you will eat of it all the days of your life. By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food. Luke 4 verse 6 And he said to him, I will give you all the authority and splendor for it has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want to. If he was hungry and wanted to eat before the event, he just took and put in his mouth without paying for it. But after the sin, Adam had to consider how much he had. Even though death happened in an instant, it took years for things to change, but eventually things changed. He could not have paid himself or Eve for the food, since at that time they were the only beings alive. He had to bring forth these zillion seeds who were more evil than him and greed entered the heart of men and Satan had started ruling men through greed and pride. So buying and selling for food came to pass. Hunger and poverty prevailed on earth because others didn't have because of greed. People had to, had to start thinking for themselves. Selfish ambition, ambition was the way of life. Oppression and slave trading was the best way to make money those days. If a person was hungry, he had to buy from another. If he didn't have, he'd die of hunger. Because everyone had to save for themselves. No one help. No one to help was found. This was Satan's vision. To see children's God dead. Children of God dead and powerless and suffering. What is the best way to hurt someone when he has children? I cannot think of a better way than to make his children suffer and kill them or treat them as slaves. This is what Satan is doing on earth. Satan started giving our inheritance to whomever he wanted, especially the wicked, because these wicked people resembled him. So it took years for things to change, as we have seen also with Adam, that he passed away 130 years after sin. But things started changing gradually during that process. Now we need to speak about work. Work is a blessing. 
Let's get back to what Satan destroyed, right? Adam was given work in the Garden of Eden. That place was like a sample of what the whole world should be like. When he was told to multiply and fill the earth, to take care of it, he was supposed to make the whole earth look like the Garden of Eden. This means he was not supposed to do things anyhow. He was given an example. So he had to copy from it. It doesn't mean that he was supposed to ask every time how it should be done. No, 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 no. As we can see that he did a perfect work in naming animals. The father will never ask us to do things, anything without providing the means first. Luke 12 verse 48b. From everyone who has been given much, much will be demanded. And from everyone who has been entrusted with much, much will be asked. Do you get that? He demands what he has entrusted. Matthew 25. We will just uh, do a short version. But please read it on your own. It says, again, it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and trusted his property to them. To one he gave five talents of money, to another two, and to another one each according to his ability then he went on his journey after a long time the master of those servants returned and settled account with them the man who had received the five talents brought the other five master he said you have entrusted me five talents see i have gained five more the man who had two said came master he said you entrusted me with two talents see i have gained two more then the man the man who had received the one talent came master he said i knew that you were a hard man harvesting where you have not scattered seed so I was afraid and went out and hid your talent in the ground. See, here is what belongs to you. You see, these scriptures are obvious that whatever God asks of us, he gives us the means first. So Adam was not expected to run to his father every time he named animals. The ability was already in him, but when he sinned, he lost that ability. He lost the anointing to do the work and he started working under a wrong counterfeit anointing. He couldn't expand the garden of Eden. It had to be taken away from him or he had to be chased away from it for he was no longer suitable for it. He would have ruined it so God had to chase him away as fast as he could. This work was a purpose the Father had given to mankind. Therefore work is not a curse. Work is a blessing. It is the first thing Adam, man, was given to do. It's just that he had purpose. You get that? He had work not a job. The father works, which is why it is said in John 5, 17, Jesus said to them, my father is always at his work to this very day, and I too am working. The father works, so he will give his children work as well. Adam was not expected to look for work and wonder what he was supposed to do, but he was to do the work that the father had in his vision. His father was going to stay at home and reveal his vision work to Adam and Adam was going to do his part. You get that? All the seeds that come or all the seeds that came from Adam were supposed to find out the parts they were to play in God's vision and do just that. No one was expected to work for food. This is why Adam was given food and everything that he needed prior to working. Adam had gift, spiritual gift, and physical gift. The two of them combined together will complete the work the father expected and has put in Adam. Adam was also not expected to do everything on his own. His offspring would be born with both spiritual and physical gifts to complete the purpose the father would have given to each of them. This is the word dream. You know, you know dream, the word dream. 
This is how it came about. Dream is not a job. It's work. It is purpose. It is something one decides to do. Each seed comes with it. Because the father is the one who gives work, not people. If Adam had not succumbed to Satan's hypocrisy, no person would beg for a job. Mm -mm. No person would just stay at home and do nothing. As it is, people have dead seeds in them. They are not complete. Physical gift alone can never cause one to fulfill one's purpose. So Satan's really messed people's life. I am sure the father looks down here on earth and feels sad because of so many people who are workless when he himself put work in their seeds. Work is in the spirit. It's in the seed. And only a few find it. But many just look for jobs and ignore work in them. As we saw what uh, Jesus was doing, you know, Jesus was, was working. Work is what God gives. Anything else is a job. But jobs can be used as a tool for training, for work, which can help one learn about their skills, gifts, and talents until one starts the real work. Satan really caused poverty by killing the seed because work is only found in the seed. When Satan caused Adam to sin, Adam was chased away from the garden. He couldn't work because he didn't have the means. His spirit was dead. Work is in the spirit. So Satan chased Adam, killed Adam to make sure that he doesn't work anymore. The ground couldn't produce on time. He couldn't work for the father since he had no father. He had no, my word, he now had to work for food, for material things. Satan produced money from the gold that God had created. Hmm. Since Satan had taken man's inheritance, he had to produce money so that men would buy their own stuff. Adam's spirit was dead, even if he wanted to continue with the work. He couldn't. Since things were originally created for the living, when Satan took over, spiritual death reigned, and the needs were changed. It would have been impossible for Adam to work then, since work was for the living. This means the need changed. When Satan took over, he ran the world according to the need of deadness. And since then, he instructed the world to favor his deadness. This is how jobs came about. From Monday to Friday, men were so busy jobbing because he wanted things that were supposed to be his. And Satan keeps making sure that even the cost of living becomes too high, that we can't even rest and find out what, you know, we can't even make amends because our minds are blind. <laughs> we can never know the truth because life demands that we work for money and, uh, and time for knowing the truth is really not available. Adam couldn't work because these material things were created for him to fulfill the work. But since Satan produced wrong things for his vision, Adam could never work. Satan had destroyed completely the purpose of God on earth. He gave men jobs and dead men started to lay the foundations on earth. Satan started to rule men and he, Satan, started ruling the world through men. Men had become the slave of Satan. Men fashioned and decorated the world for Satan instead of using these material things to do the work. Satan had taken away the knowledge of God in men, so people didn't know the purpose of these material things. Whatever men did for the world was not for men, but for Satan. He'll give people wealth so that they'll fashion and decorate the world, and after that, kill him and give it to someone else who will do the same thing. 
Men had a spirit of disobedience and were now agents of Satan. Satan needed not to tell men what to do. It came naturally. Just as man was not given the name of each animal, it came natural in him. With a dead seed, the same thing happened. With a dead spirit, man could do it natural because he was dead. Instead of work and purpose, men had to look for jobs. They were not complete anymore. They felt it in their spirits that they were dead. And since they were flesh beings, jobs were the only thing that kept them busy and at the same time provided for their wants and needs. Men were not supposed to be kept busy, but men were supposed to do the work. <sighs> Ephesians 2, verse 1 and 2. As for you, you were dead in your transgression and sins in which you used to live and when you follow the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient god the father couldn't work together with satan from that time on satan started ruling the world while god the father started repairing what adam had done god the father knew that adam sinned and caused the zealous seed in him to be sinners these seeds did not do anything wrong. Adam sinned for them. It, it is not our fault that we are dead. You get that? It is not our fault that we are sinners. Uh -uh. It is not our fault that we are like this. It is not God's fault either. But it is Adam's alone. Even Eve sinned, but she, was, but she did not hear from God. And she was not the head or the root of men. Adam was. And we know that Eve did not hear the word herself. She was told. Perhaps that is why she doubted the word. But Adam decided to sin. And as the root and the head of men, he ruined everything for all men. From that time on, all of God's strength was focused on repenting men. Therefore, the Old Testament starts in Genesis chapter 1 and ends in Genesis chapter 3. Everything God started doing was planning to get men to be born again because they had died. We said it wasn't our fault, neither God's. That man died, but he is a merciful God. In his anger that man had become his enemy, he still sat down and thought of ways to help men. We need to understand that whatever we see on earth is the vision of Satan and not God. <sighs> but God now has to repair men and he has to sit down and think of ways to repair us. Huh? I think there is a need though to apologize for repeating some of the things over and over. It is because repetition is powerful and I wanted the truth to get in our minds, you know. Hence we won't have to read each lesson over and over again. That was lesson three. Thank you. <laughs>